a special episode of Star Wars Holocron Entries. We're talking about Star Wars Visions this week. Uh, the nine, love odd numbers, nine new episodes for Volume 2 have dropped uh, from all over the globe this time. The animation studios, instead of just being the Japanese-based uh, animation studios that were in the first series. So we're sort of escaping the, hey, it's Star Wars, but anime, and more into the, hey, it's Star Wars, but animation from all over the places joining me to discuss these episodes for this episode ashley hobley hey john i'm excited to be here but all these heathens will still call it anime i don't think that's how that that's not how that it, works it was all anime apparently okay. Fair. uh i mean i mean people did refer to star wars visions as star wars anime that was the yeah because it was all in japanese yeah from japan so that yeah. that you know so this get this gets away from the Star Wars yeah. anime thing. This was Star yeah. Wars animation. Yeah, like the rest Star of Star Wars, Wars for the rest of the world. Yeah. Well, like yeah. the very bad batch, like the bad batch which we talked about. Yeah. Go back and listen to our discussion on this feed. It's the last thing yeah. we talked about, right? Nah. No. Oh no, there was a show. Wasn't there? <laughs> Remember the Mandalorian was on. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> that up. says a lot. Jesus <laughs> Christ, yeah, that does say a lot. Um, what were your overall thoughts on this volume? And before we begin talking about some episodes and some maybe gloss over faster, and then other ones, you know, if you like them more. But yeah, overall thoughts. Uh, yeah, I thought it was really good. You know, um, lots of fun stories. Um, yeah, I think uh, obviously it was really cool. Lot a very more divergent art style i feel like this time obviously with a couple of uh, stop motion companies and like a couple of, like cgi heavy uh animation studios and that kind of stuff so that would like added to the them all feeling much more different uh and also like it definitely felt like there was more of a because this wasn't completely from one nation Country, like they yeah. it felt more multicultural which is very different for star wars i'm sure we've all felt like all this, the last season first season ones were very different because they were just they weren't American, yeah. um, but this one even more so. Like the elements of that, so uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I don't think there is something like the the Ronin Samurai that we Ronin, yeah. that you know I think will transcend this season. Um, but I had a really good time. Do you, would you still rate the first volume better than this one, or do you reckon? Um... I'm just having a quick look through our rankings from last season. And I'll say, yeah, maybe season one, maybe a little bit more. Okay. Uh, it's hard to say without fully going back and watching, but yeah. overall, I would say that I think this is a overall better showcase of of animation and just make, makes for a better stories. Like, I don't, I don't think there's a bad episode or short or whatever you want to call it amongst all of this really um there are obviously ones i like more than others but i i don't think there's a bad one in, in the bunch here uh i put a review com, gave the overall series an 8.5 um in my review i did give my ranking for the episodes do you have like a head ranking or <laughs> listen i'll have a ranking by the end of the episode Okay, okay, fair enough. And we can figure it out. Okay, because I've got my ranking, but we'll go through the episodes in the order they uh, 
they aired in, quote unquote, aired in. But. Yeah. All right. So let's kick it off with the first episode, which is, or stories titled Sith, uh, came from animation studio El Guri, uh, written and directed by Rodrigo Blas. Uh, this one is about a Sith, former Sith apprentice who is. Uh, has escaped her Sith master, living in solitude, uh, sort of on this unknown planet. Uh, the majority of it show, shows her, like, or the start of it, like, wanting to do this painting, and she's trying to cover up the darkness and struggling with it and all these sorts of elements, and then her old Sith master comes down with some bounty hunters or robot droids or whatever uh, and comes for revenge or to recruit her back to the dark side sort of thing. Uh, what did you make of this one, Sith? Uh, it was very pretty. I think this is one of the, well, obviously opening strong, like it was very colorful and, um, it's got that, that painterly elements to it that like is very cool. And then you've got this action sequence with the, the bike, which is reminiscent of, was it Darth Maul had some, like a bike? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Which looks cool. Not very practical, really. Not really. Because no. you've got this wheel right in front of your face. So how are you supposed to see what's in front of you? But that's no, it's, not, it's actually no. It's it was um, I think it was um. No, no, I can't remember. Don't move on. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> I reckon it looks like an oil flow, sort of oil painting esque is how I put it. Yeah. For the the backdrops and stuff, but yeah, it's this very sort of stunning and interesting art direction. Great way to start the see this volume out i thought really fantastic i uh, loved the character designs and also the story itself like you know just kicking off this volume with hey it's not the it's it's there's a lot of stories in here that are twists on sort of stuff you're used to you know this is a former sith on the run from her sith master that's not something you're we're used to seeing in star wars you know yeah um, you know, you're like that's not how that works that's not a thing that that happens but i mean it has kind of like um in Star Wars before, but not to this degree. Yeah, and I love the the painterly style of that, and then also her waking up in the morning and the first thing she's doing, make a cup of coffee. Even the Sith, even yeah. the Sith need coffee to wake up. Yeah, yeah. Even more so. Yeah, they definitely. Uh, also, it was General Grievous who had like a that. Yeah, yeah. Going up thing. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, drives up inside that planet there before Obi Wan. Yeah, fucks him up. Yep. Also, I think Z2 might be the best droid in this season. Well, calling it already. Fair enough. Uh, all right. So then we had Screech's Ranch was the next episode. So this was from... Cartoon blah, 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 Saloon. Blah, blah, blah. Cartoon Saloon, written by Will Collins and Jason Tamagi and directed by Paul Young. This, this is so this is a studio behind wolf walkers is the yes the the main call out i know they've done other stuff but that's their well at least to me that's their most prominent thing wolf walkers yep. is great everyone should watch it it's on apple tv uh robbed, robbed at the oscars that's right uh this one starts with this girl uh really great animation style like sort of this side on uh you know 2d animation thing happening before it switches to the switches out once she escapes the work place the mining or whatever she's doing 
then her and her friends end up going down this cave and everything. But again, sort of there's a, a weird subversion of expectations for this story again, because it turns out she's gone down there because she was getting called to by a Sith person and yeah. there's a Sith Lord that comes down. Uh, and she goes with that person and leaves her friends behind at the end. So it turns her back on her friends to escape this grueling work lifestyle. But of course, turning to the dark side all in the 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 same the same way. Yeah. Lots of really great animation here too. I love the character designs. I love the um, that that scary sequence in the cave itself where the the Sif creature thing or vision or whatever it is comes out. It, it's almost like um, yeah. it's almost like Luke going into Dagobah swamp and you know seeing vader it's like so this 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 sif version of like facing your mm, monsters yeah. equivalent to that or that's what it felt like it was sort of inspired by um so she faces down and beats that person and the sif lord comes down and sort of recruits her the sif woman really yeah and that that dark imagery and stuff like that that was really really good i yeah what do you think of this one i thought yeah this was one really good like uh like you said subversion of the uh of the ideas of um <laughs> of just setting it up you thought oh she's going to become a because she's looking at the light and everything you're like yeah. oh she's gonna she's gonna be like a jedi called or whatever like but yeah. then no it's she's been been manipulated by this Sith person this entire time which kind of does also make sense when you go back and you think when she's like in this trance going through this cave yeah um she really only wanted to go off by herself really at the start and like everybody kind of followed her and that kind of stuff i just the opening shot is so fantastic. Yeah, that, the, the, the slow tilt. pan up or yeah. tilt up, whatever, um, and seeing all through this mine and shit, it looks yeah. amazing. One of those really <laughs> cool paintings—I can't remember the style—but you know those paintings they do of workforces like that, where they've removed the like the building and you can just see everyone. You know, like a that, cross section. Yeah, yeah, cross section sort of thing. Yeah, it's like that, yeah. but for this workplace. Yeah, and then I they did such a fantastic job of like building up that relationship between the the guy and the girl and like their yeah. friendship uh, and the two little cute kids running around uh, being adorable, having fun shenanigans. Uh, and then for them to separate at the end, you know, mm. heartbreaking. Yeah. She's just like, now screw you. I'm off. See ya. Whatever like, it takes. Whatever it takes. <laughs> uh, so then we've got in the stars uh, done by punk robot uh, directed and written by Gabriel uh, Sorio. So the story for this one, so I'm just trying to remember. Yeah, so this is the two girls, uh, sisters on this planet, sort of claymation-ish looking design, mm. I guess is how I'll do it. Um, but stop motion sort of stuff. I loved straight away seeing this, create the design of the characters and everything paired with the, I love that TIE fighter coming down at the start and just like th that in stop motion, I thought it was really, really cool. The, the spot, like searching for them and stuff. Uh, and then they end up uh, like they've lost their mother. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's a mother and then the, 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 the youngest of the sisters, you know, keeps trying to use the force to take down the empire and fight back for the people. Of the planet. I love the backing to all of this story. Cause it just breaks through to mo like, like they've taken away such an essential resource as water. It's nothing like, Oh, this rare, rare, random mineral thing that you've never heard of that's just made up for this story it's like hey what are they taking from your planet water. water fucking like the most essential things that anyone needs water and that's what they're trying to break in and and take and all the and all this sort of stuff so uh yeah what do you think of this one 
Uh, I love the art style. I didn't love the story itself. Like, obviously, you've got this massive info dump at the start of very swinging the mum's history and everything. Uh, I did find Little Girl quite <laughs> annoying, yeah. which is uh, uh, something, another problem I had in another short as well. Um, and also, they end the short with them releasing the water, but it all it's all gone into where the toxic water is. So now it's just more toxic water, right? No, it's less toxic, toxic water. Yeah, less toxic, toxic water. <laughs> so really, you know, did they really win? <laughs> it's like, yes, we're going to drink this water. It's like Flint, Michigan here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, true, I guess. <laughs> At least they can see the stars. Yeah. And that's, right. that's the most important thing, you know? That's the most important thing. Yeah, I yeah I had this one ranked low on my list as well solely because I felt like the it was trying to do a lot in a very short fifteen minute time limit. I, I didn't love the younger sister; she just seemed sort of dumb and yeah. So I agree with. But also, the older sister just not explaining anything. I guess you know, rationalizing it. You yeah, know, which is another problem. I guess. Yeah. So stop being an idiot. Just yeah, listen. Just talk to her like an they'll author. kill us. Yeah. That's how mom. T- yeah. Uh, so then we got into. The next one was I Am Your Mother by Ardman. This is the studio that does Wallace and Gromit. Yes. Shout out. Uh, written by Magdalena Osinka, uh, Holly Walsh Barunka O'Shaughnessy. Um, that's definitely, that sounds like some on the Irish or Scottish last name. Uh so this one is the story of this sort of young Twilight Twilight girl who's attending this, uh, as her mum puts it, fancy school for like racing or whatever. Flight and Academy. Flight Academy, yeah. And then her mum's like the most typical sort of stereotypical embarrassing mum who loves a kid a bit too much and all this sort of stuff. But then once they once she shows up for the race, she's getting teased by like the school bully and it's this family race where it was like sort of invite your parents day, but for, for race academy, I guess, is like what the sure, how it turns out to be. Uh and then they they go on this this really big race. So uh yeah, I I this is one of my favorite from the season. I really like Wallace and Gromit and always have um loved that sort of style and humor. This is exactly all of that, but Star Wars. And I thought the characters and the relationship between the mother and the daughter, even in this such short time was very sweet. And um, I would have happily watched more of it. It was really, really good. Um, the animation style worked perfectly for this, like the, their style of stuff for Star Wars. I This is the sort of stuff where I'm talking about, like I want more Star Wars and z- different genres. Yeah. Funny Star Wars like this, all about it. This is this is sort of more of what I want. What do you think? Yeah, I 100% agree. You know, it was fun to see, like, um, okay. just a more humorous take on, on Star Wars, especially in this animation style, which is uh, so completely different to Star Wars as we know it. Yeah. Um, I guess the thing you might, could compare it to is, like, Lower Decks for Star Trek, which also is, like, a very funny thing in comparison to the very serious Star Trek um, even to the extent where they've got obviously got a cameo from a prominent Star Wars character, Wedge Antilles. Yeah, Wedge Antilles doing his own voice, selling merchandise, yeah. uh, hologram photos and stuff. Um, yeah, really fun and just the silliness of it all, and her flying the ship that they obviously is their home um, in, and all, all their clothes falling down, <laughs> uh, and the little everywhere. whatever the droid is that looks like a mix between a vacuum and a Datsun. 
Yeah. <laughs> Hanging <laughs> off a dear life there, then. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Just lots of funny jokes. Of course, you'd use that gif of the the little baby. In my tweet, rhythm. yeah, very cute, walkie. Yeah, just... yeah, and then it ruins their ship yeah. as well. <laughs> so good though. It's one of my favorite yeah. moments of the whole. Just the whole all the volume. characters aren't so lovely as well. So yeah, this was this was definitely one of the ones where I'm like, yeah, okay, if this is a proof of concept. You've proven me. I want more of concept. <laughs> it's like, yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think of where in the actual canon it would fit. Like, it doesn't matter to me though. I'm just like, you know? like, I don't need half hours of these. Just make a whole series of 15 minute ones of these. Like, that's why do you need? And you well, that's what this show is. <laughs> yeah, but like all these, just let's uh, let Ardman just do oh, yeah. like a whole. You know what I mean? Like, just you want I would happily Ardman take. Season. I would ha- yeah. I would happily take Ardman season. Where they've got a bunch of fifteen-minute, like stories. There's an evil penguin monster that wants to steal your pants. I don't know. <laughs> I'm that... down. I don't know. Yeah, you could use the same two characters from this, and you just a bunch of other things. You could add in new characters. Yeah, what? yeah. come on. I don't know. Um, what's the next one? Uh, where am I? Journey to Darkhead. So this was this was the the. The most Studio anime Mere. one. This is the yeah. This is the most anime inspired of the one. So, uh, Studio Mir, directed by Hyung Gyun Park, written by Chung Si Rang. Uh, so this is the one where you've got this. I don't. There's a lot of like sort of ha- stuff happening in the background here where I'm like, I don't know if I missed a walk, but they're doing this whole thing at the start where they're like these droplets are landing on things and they're like filling them out, and I'm like, I don't know, is this like they're like they're like riders of the wheels or like they're they're like vision people or I, I don't. Know. I think like it's just cool- like it meant to be like a small village, like telling their ancient tradition is they can pel- tell myths or futures the from future. Yeah, they you know they don't know if it's true or not, but you know they just. Write it, write it down, whatever interpretations, keep records yeah. of that. Obviously, you time jump to like, I don't know, 15 years later, uh, this girl has joined the rebellion or yeah. uh, the the side of the Jedi uh, in a set on thinks she knows uh, how to stop, stop the war by destroying a statue, you know, because destroying yeah. art always fixes everything. But... Uh, <laughs> Uh, also, and then it cross-sects with this Padawan whose master got killed and then comes in contact with the killer again. Yeah. Classic Jedi story. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the villain, the Sif was kind of cool because he has this whole whiplash thing going on combined with the lightsaber. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. But it's, other than the the combination of the weapons, it was still just an atypical Sif, like, monologuing and whatever else sort of stuff. I found the Jedi character annoying. Um, the girl was very bland. Like, th- this, this is my least favorite of the season. I'll spoil that straight away. Wow, because this might be up the top for me. I really enjoyed this. Okay. I think the action was really good. Uh, I love the art style. Obviously, as a big, you know, Avatar fan, Studio mm. did a lot of the blue, no blue people in this, but you Legend still of Korra, wrong Avatar. Okay, uh, okay. sorry. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, I found the the banter they had like back and forth about you know her wanting to take this mission alone or do things by herself and him having to mm. tag along, um, and I yeah that whole new Jedi cancel looked really cool and stuff so mm. I thought it was really good. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, then we get into the spy dancer. So Dama Studio the Kashets. 
uh, written and directed by Julian Chung. Uh, so this is a club in which the it's like it doesn't really I guess it's like set during episode four ish you know sort of like that period of Star Wars and everything like that. You've got these uh, sort of stormtroopers coming in to let some steam off, you know, literally take their helmets off and relax in this club. And you've got this, they introduce this main character who, uh, they're sort of like spies. So they're like, they're putting trackers on stormtroopers. They're, they're working for the rebellion to help spread this, uh, spread information, get knowledge and stuff like that. But amongst it all, she thinks she spots the person who's like this uh, Imperial captain or whoever who like fucked her shit up years ago prior and stole her baby and all this sort of stuff but of course the twist which i thought was a fantastic twist uh is that it's actually the baby all grown up uh this one has a really cool cliffhanger this is definitely one of the ones where i'm like okay if this was a uh if this was the what's the call episode of a tv show a pilot yep consider me you know, I'll invest. I'll fully invest in this if this was a if this was a part because I really liked everything that was set up in this. Um, I really liked the bring it back to combining like original Star Wars, all, the, all these uh, these you know, t- bringing elements of the Vietnam War and all this sort of stuff in the original Star Wars from the the flamethrowers and all this sort of stuff, and then tying this in with this has all this because this used to happen during world war ii you know like people like uh, dancers erotic dancers and you know whatever else they some of them were spies and they would um get information and and stuff like this so i really like that tying in over the real world to the star wars world that's always been a big part of star wars so i thought that was really cool as well what do you think of this one animation style again was fantastic Oh yeah, really beautiful. Um, Especially the dancing and everything like that. The, yeah, the dancing, the whole use of the ribbons. Obviously, yeah. like uh, even just the like her putting the trackers on everything at like the start, and you that being a thing, and then you completely forget about it. Yeah. Uh, and then obviously it comes back at the very end. Um, yeah, just the whole ribbon dancing. Obviously, this was a very I assume during like actual World War Two, like this was a thing that was pretty common. Like that's what I'm saying. Like, it was, was actually, it was definitely common. That shit, yeah. So. That was, it's common um, knowledge. That was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. So like kind of reminiscent of, uh, Inglorious Bastards a little bit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Two things that you would think would go together. So I was Quentin Tarantino, right? Um, yeah, just really well animated. Um, the twist kind of, I guess it works. Um, it is a it is a little bit of a stretch. It's like you haven't seen this kid it was since it was a baby, and you're like, you're it. <laughs> it has to be. Um, yeah, but yeah, really good. Did she put she put the track on the eye patch, right, or the inside of the eye patch? Um, I don't understand. I can't remember now. To be honest, she's holding. Is the eye patch she's holding at the end? It's got a track. Right? Is it? Yeah. Okay. Then yeah, I guess that's the, so. Yeah. Unless he she like gave him the tracker and then and he, he put, put it, it on, on the himself. inside that's how he hides it yeah on the inside of his eye patch yeah i can't remember how it ends the exact final shot so yeah i guess maybe if that's what it is then yeah he put it in all i know all i remember feeling is that he at the end it felt like that character was going to turn like go back to his mum, sort of thing so i guess that adds up i know yeah we have to wait till next we have to wait till next <laughs> season yeah yeah that that might be the one that was most frustrating in that with there's warrant isn't more yeah 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 uh then we got the bandits of Golok. 
uh, 88 Pictures Animation Studio, written and directed by Ashan Shukla. Uh, so this is very different for Star Wars, very Indian-inspired um, mm. story, characters, all that sort of stuff. Very cool. The only... Th- I really love the start of this. So I love seeing these different types of... Uh, people being represented in Star Wars, I guess, and influence and all that sort of stuff. Really cool. I did not like how it just fell into, like, like a generic sort of Star Wars thing at the end. You know what I mean? That was my that was my major problem with this. I, f- I feel like the whole train sequence, the hiding, all this, um, all that sort of stuff, really awesome. At the end, having an Inquisitor turn up and fight a Jedi who was in hiding, I'm like, eh, we've seen that before in any of, like, and it just felt like... That's that's the reason I sort of have it low on my my rankings because I just feel like it fell off at the end. What do you think? I mean, it's a beautiful short, uh, yeah. really cool. I mean, you know, sure she's a hiding in the Jedi in hiding, but it's cool when she reveals Jedi in hiding. Uh, also, very different looking Jedi than we've ever seen before, uh, and a you know. very different looking uh, Inquisitor as well. Yeah, that too. Like um, that, but. Again, it's a case of that kid was like really annoying. Oh, so annoying! Stop like, using the force, you fuck! It's man. like, <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just when your story relies on the character being incredibly stupid, it's a it's a bit of a struggle. Yeah. Even though they're kids and that kind of stuff, that's you know, which, but come on, you know, explain. We can't use force powers because the get vampires hunting us. Come on, big brother, mm. like. uh no, I assume I assume he had, and she's just like, yeah. I don't care. I'm a kid. I do what I want. No. Did yeah. you see what happened on the train? Yeah. <laughs> I just also, chased. snitches get stitches to those <laughs> motherfuckers. Like the oh, not, in the, not in this, not in the, not in the empire. Yeah, apparently not. Uh, so then we got the pit. This was done by the art Satcho, Satcho, and Lucasfilm combination. Uh, written by Leandre Thomas, directed by Leandre Thomas and Justin Bridge. So this one is the story of Bane. Yeah, I am the. Uh, no, this one. So it's a bunch of um. I know what's it. All I when I I made this joke in my head the other day after watching it, and then for the rest of the day, I just at work, I'm just like. Like stuck in my fucking head. Um, but yeah, so it's a bunch of like enslaved people that may or may not be from this planet. I don't think they ever really say. Uh, but the Empire uses them to dig the straight tunnel or coal into a place to mine the every single ounce of kyber they can. Uh there's a really great shot in this, I feel, where that's the they they speed it up and they show them building the city in the background behind all these people just digging more into the earth and mining all the kyber. Uh, and then once they've got it all there, Empire packs up and says, all right, fuck this. I'm off. See you later. Leaves him down there. Uh, kid has to climb out, tries to get help, doesn't get it. I I like some of the sort of analogies that you can get out of this. The fact that, you know, the, the people in the town weren't necessarily bad. It was just they were turning a blind eye to, you know, like like a lot of us do in the real world of where'd that come from? Like, who, who made this city? Who made those clothes? You know, like, where's the, you know, like, the, they had this beautiful, stunning city that was just built from, you know, it's blood diamonds, but it's kyber crystals, yeah. basically, is how it sort of comes out. 
Um, the characters were okay, I guess is my main complaint. I didn't feel like any of the characters were super strong, but I did appreciate that this had a little epilogue at the end, and I thought that was a nice little uh, painting and everything that shows, you know, the the rise of, you know, the the the, the positive sort of swing and message that comes out towards end. What do you think of this one? Uh, yeah, really cool. Um, yeah, well animated. Uh, I mean, a very simple story and probably like uh, not like overly Star Wars. Other, I mean, this is a story you can like pull from pretty much anything. Like, yeah, any universe. Like even you know, Earth. <laughs> yeah. In real life, you could probably like tell this story. Uh, but to have that uh, Star Wars element, uh, just that also that time lapse like yeah. the city being built and like yeah. that was really cool the only thing is like i think the reveal at the end that they don't have a way out is like interesting because like when you're seeing them building it at the start they're obviously building it in a way where they're able to get out of the pit it's like why would you build it <laughs> well i guess it's just the empire telling yeah, them empire's like nah stop trying to yeah, dig it in a circle where you could come back no, straight down straight down straight down yeah yeah, because there might be carbon crystals underneath the yeah. I guess so. Yeah. Uh also very this season very big on carbon crystals. Very big on carbon crystals. Very big on also the other part you mentioned, which is just big on stories that could have just been not Star Wars. Not to say that's a complaint. Lots of just more human, I guess, esque feeling stories. Compared to the which first weird, volume. It's a lot of aliens. <laughs> yeah. Compared to the first volume, which was very like a lot more focused in Wild Force Star Wars shit, it was like, "Hey, we're Japanese animation studio. Yeah, let's go. We know wild. how to do yeah. action shit. Yeah. Let's go as wild. crazy Jedi lightsaber battles as we possibly yeah. can." Yeah, bing, bing, bing. <laughs> that worked. So it did. Uh, then we get to the last episode, which is. Are you, are, are, are you song? Are you, are you song? I'm not actually sure how you say it. Are you songs? Yeah. Um, Triggerfish Animation Studio, written and directed by Nadia Darius and Daniel Clark. So this is, again, sort of a... I don't know if it is actually stop motion, but it definitely has that... Um, the, the look of a... The characters look like they could be real-life sort of toys or figures or claymation sort of... I don't know. There's something about them. Like, they... they I think in my review I said something about it looking like Yoshi's Woolly World or some shit like that, but that's sort yeah, of... that's probably probably fair. Yeah, they're very like the close ups. You can see the the follicles of like hairs on the the designs and on stuff. The designs, yeah, yeah, very interesting character designs. I thought um, story wise, it's definitely not something I've seen ever in Star Wars before. Which is you know they're like hey you know the Empire they give you this whole prelude text thing where the the you know they're like people corrupted the. Sith corrupted crystals. Uh, we mine them out. Jedi's turn them. But then you've got this character, Ayo, uh, who sings, and her singing gets so in tune with the Force that it can cause these mass uh, disruptions and stuff like that. But of course, by the end of the short, she becomes one with the Force and is able to turn every single crystal in this mountain. And you see it in this really beautiful, cool shot where they all turn from red to blue within the caves and everything like that. Uh, I like this one. I thought it was good. I don't feel like the strong the story was like as strong as the idea. I guess if that's what makes yeah, like the characters and everything were there. They were fine. The idea was more, was the more interesting part than the the world was more interesting than the, the characters itself. But I did like the the animation with the fluffy designs and all that sort of stuff as well. 
what do you think of the, the final episode yeah i love the animation i love the fluffy design the world the whole elements i mean the story is fun it's very uh you know wholesome i guess like she can sing a song and use force powers and like wipe out all this evil dark energy and you know if her dad had to just let her sing a song to start off with the whole mountain would have been destroyed uh you know she could have been like, purifying the carp crystals the entire time um and then you know a, a, a very sweet ending of her going off to train to be a jedi uh, and her dad like sing her off and that kind of stuff uh i really enjoyed it i think it's like very sweet and like i mean the animation is definitely the the world design is like the selling point like even like the yeah. all the hills and stuff is like is that was that all like actually made that's something like, it looks it looks animated. yeah it looks real it's like the know. forefront stuff is like definitely like handmade but like but the background stuff i nearly need a behind the, i need a behind the scenes series for this i do i yeah. i think we need a behind the scene series behind the scenes series of Visions, this yeah. season of visions yeah. yes they do it for every other star wars show i feel so yeah come on come on disney i know you're listening all right so that is the final episode so now uh, i'll do my ranking first and then hit me with yours so my official ranking from ninth to first as per my review again that's up on explosion.com i had it number nine journey to Darkhead by studio mer that's the the jedi goes to chop off a statue one uh the bandits of golak by 88 pictures that is the indian inspired uh adventure i guess with the jedis at the end i i use song by trigger fist the one we was just discussing with the felt character designs in the stars by punk robot that's the sisters fight back against the empire the pit by diart chacho and lucasfilm that's the one where they're in a pit at screech's reach by cartoon salon uh saloon sorry that is from again the studio that did wolf walkers then number three i had sith by el guri uh that's one about the sith who's on the run from the sith number two i had i am your mother by ardman that's the studio did wallace and grubbit and it's really funny and it's a lot of fun uh and then my number one was the spy dancer by studio the cachette which was the spy dancers with the baby that was kidnapped that was revealed to be there all along at the end so hit me with your ranking okay (laughs) my ranking number nine bandits of golak number eight in the stars seven the pit six our song five sith four screeches reach three the spy dancer two i'm your mother and number one your bottom one (laughs) journey to journey to darkhead darkhead yes so we need i mean you you had the spy dancer and i'm your mother but well do you want to know i quickly did the math yeah okay cool yeah the combined so, list yeah Here number nine bandits of golak number eight in the stars number seven our song number six the pit number five journey to the dark head we've got a tie at number three whoa between screech's reach and sith and then a tie at number one for the spy dancer and i'm your mother yeah, fair. Fair, yeah, fair, fair. So, yeah. All right, cool. Well, that is it. That is all our thoughts on the latest volume of Star Wars Visions. Of course, let us know your thoughts on any of the episodes, what you thought of this week's or this year's season of Star Wars Vision. You can do that on Twitter, explosionhour.com slash Twitter. You can do that on Discord, explosionhour.com slash 
Discord. Also, uh, the music across the board was really fantastic. Music was really good. Voice acting really good. Nothing super stand out, but just solid all around. But like, yeah. not yeah. It's I like, feel like the first season like had a few more star started. Definitely did. Yeah, people. But yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I am. We will be back in August now. I guess. I don't think there's anything before. Well, it's, uh, Ahsoka. It's Ahsoka. Yeah. That, yeah. I don't that, think there's anything yeah. between Ahsoka. So be a little bit wild before we get some more Star Wars content. But yeah, we're back in a little bit. Who knows? Something magical Can I ask drop. You a question? Yep. Have you watched the uh, Young Jedi Avengers? Not yet, but I'm going to. Okay. Of course I am. What are you talking about? Goodbye, everyone. May the force be with you. It takes us. Only whether or not to answer.